0: Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I am your host, Dean Zarbaugh. Today's show is sponsored by House of Helga. Are you a brewery looking for some vibrant, stunning artwork to slap on that freshly bottled or canned beer? Or maybe you're starting a brewery and need help coming up with a logo. If so, contact House of Helga for all your design needs. They've worked with Masthead, Streetside, and yours truly here at the Taproom Exclusive. You can check out Kyla's entire portfolio of incredible work at houseohelga.com. Com. On today's show, I chat with Jake Turner, brewmaster for Mays Valley Brewery in Hartville, Ohio, over their Hopnesia IPA. But first, a taste of what's going on in the craft beer world with this week's Tasting Glass, brought to you by Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. Mark Bona of Cleveland.com is reporting that the New York International Beer Competition honored two Northeast Ohio breweries, Double Wing Brewing Company was named Ohio Brewery of the Year and Thirsty Dog received Ale Brewery of the Year. In addition, Double Wing also took home a prestigious double gold, one of only three awarded. Congratulations to everyone at Thirsty Dog and Double Wing. For more information, check out Mark's article on Cleveland.com. Chris White of MyFox28Columbus.com is reporting that Elevator Brewing Company is teaming up with Columbus Eagles on a line of beverages, including Golden Raspberry IPA, that will be released March 28th for the Columbus Beer Festival and at retailers beginning April 1st, and a seltzer and a cider that will pop up throughout the 2020 season. For more information on this, check out Chris's article on MyFox28Columbus.com. The Rubber City Beer Fest and the Grove City Lions Club Spring Craft Beer Fest have announced the cancellation of their festivals due to the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. Both festivals plan to be back in better than ever in 2021. Stay healthy, everyone, and drink local. Rick Arman of the Akron Beacon Journal is reporting that Unplugged Brewing Company in Elyria, Ohio, has received their permit from the state of Ohio this week. Unplugged will be Elyria's second brewery behind our good friends at Franklin Brewing Company. Elyria has had a rough go of it the last few years, and I'm so happy to see the town my family grew up in on the upswing. Congratulations to everyone at Unplugged Brewing Company. For more information on this, including other permits that were issued this week, check out Rick's article on beaconjournal.com. And that's all for this week's Tasting Glass. Tasting Glass. Be sure to subscribe to the Taproom Exclusive on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play Store, Podbean, or your favorite podcasting app today to have new episodes automatically downloaded to your phone, computer, or mobile device. My interview with Jake Turner from Mays Valley in Hartville, Ohio is up next. Welcome back to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarbal. I'm here with Jake Turner at Mays Valley. Uh, we have moved on to the Hopnesia IPA talk a little bit about this beer uh what made you brew it uh what's the
1: profile well i mean uh brew it because obviously everybody needs to have an ipa on tap at their uh brewery really? <laughs> <laughs> from what i understand <laughs> um, tell me more now. this is uh so this beer's changed a bit over the years uh you know i keep from that first iteration i just kept simplifying the the malt bill as things went on for a long time it was like you know using mostly pale ale malts and with a little bit of you know uh munich or something like that in it and Mm -hmm. i just kept man it's just too malty like and so now it's just gotten to a point where it is literally just like two row (laughs) and uh you know just a touch of like carapils and that's it (laughs) the malt profile so like super simple super clean malt bill uh but the hops on this are you know uh simcoe uh citra and centennial hops so it's just kind of like that straightforward you know a little bit of you know citrusy with you know some a little bit of dank and yeah you know just that kind of old school i mean i love old school west style west coast style ipas i mean that's that's my that's where i'm at uh You know, people always tease me because I don't make hazy IPAs (laughs) or whatever. And I'm like, listen, man, it's just not, I'm not going to brew things that I don't believe in or that I don't like. I mean, it's great that everybody else is doing it. Awesome. Yeah. I'll keep trying them, but uh, it's just, it's not not where my heart is. Right. you know. When you start a brewery, you can brew whatever you want. Well, and I always tell because people are like, how do you get by in this day and age without doing sours or hazies? And I go, listen, <laughs> not every restaurant needs to be a burger joint. Right. And not every brewery needs to make a sour beer or a hazy beer. Absolutely. And that's... I was like you. You wouldn't go to a French restaurant and ask for a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> and if you uh, do, you're making a mistake. You are you know, a horrible so. person, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs>
0: you probably cut pizza with a fork. Yes, fork and knife. And it's like, <laughs> no, you fold. Uh, but you no, know, there's something to be said about, especially now. I think there's also, you know, there's still the 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 haze crowd, and there's sure. still that. And if you like it, cool, and not yeah. not disparaging anybody who who likes it i i like a good hazy ipa myself but uh there's something to be said i think there's still a little bit of a uh a push back of wanting to go and find clean beer places
1: yeah and that's uh i'm one of those people that you know i (laughs) it's always interesting when i travel to another city and i'm just like where can i go to get like those clean Yeah you know, crispy boy beers. It <laughs> 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 just seems like, you know, there's so many times you go go to a city and go to all these breweries and it's just everybody's just doing like you know, it's four different hazy IPAs mm-hmm. on the tap list and then, you know, fruited sours and Yeah. You pastry style <laughs> and it's just like all right i get it guys i get it who's yeah. making a clean delicious balanced beer yeah <laughs> where can i find that yeah <laughs> absolutely noble beast uh, yeah noble no. beast makes <laughs> wonderful alt beer i love the oh beer. do that oh, that
0: so and the the did you ha- have you had the sticka too i have not had that yet. oh, oh no. it's been a little good. while since i've been up there but uh, uh yeah. they do he does like a sort of like a slightly beefier version that yeah <laughs> but um it's funny because uh ralph at terrestrial did a beer called it was like a lager or a pilsner i think it was just look look at us sean we can uh, we can also <laughs> brew a clean beer or something like that yeah. it was just really right. funny to, they, but i i've said before that i like to go into a new brewery if i've never been there before i try to find a lager or a
1: pilsner yeah and that's that's my measure too because of if you go into a brewery and they have a really nice clean, you know, pilsner or you know whatever their easiest like lager beer is and they're they're doing that well, chances are the rest of what they're doing is also going to be well done. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and that's it's funny because you say that uh you know, most of the texts I get from other brewers, especially brewers that are known for their hazy beers. I'm, you know, looking at you, Missing Mountain and uh, Magic <laughs> City. Uh, the texts I get are, look, I can make a clear beer, too. And it's like, you know, they get there. And I'm yeah. like, Good, I, I knew you could. Yeah, I'm glad I I'm glad I glad inspired <laughs> I have, you. I have confidence in your ability to do that. <laughs> now keep uh, making more of it. Yeah, so that I'll come in and drink it. Yeah, so <laughs> absolutely.
0: The, the, but even, you know, like this is just a, a classic, uh, you know, clear ipa nice nice color to it um i i love the the hop aroma too the note i love when i can when you pour an ipa and i can smell it from like three or four feet away then i know i'm like okay i've got something i'm about to drink something really good
1: yeah and that's uh you know i've gotten comments before on like our cans of it too because this is one of the two brands that we do in cans as well uh You know, I get people are like, man, I don't know. You know, I got one of your six packs of cans that was like four or five months old and I cracked it open. It still just has like a really great aroma. You know, how are you doing that? I was like, man, managing dissolved oxygen in an IPA is key, yeah. <laughs> it is paramount to like protecting that aroma and yeah. flavor. Because uh, that's just it. You know, a lot of times you'll crack open a can of an IPA and it's just like, boy that's falling off you know? <laughs> right like I, i've had this at their brewery when it's fresh and it's so delicious right and it's like oh it's cans three or four months old and you crack it open and you're like oof yeah just where did all the character go but absolutely yeah. but again that's the that's the game you play when you when you try to push out there is you know, yeah and that's uh you know just doing packaged beer in general i mean it's it's not easy to I mean, there's so many things that go wrong on packaging days. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, what kind of what system are you guys using? What size? System? So we have a uh, 15 barrel uh, Deutsche Beverage system out there. So it's a uh, three vessel. It's got a mash louder uh, boil kettle and then a separate whirlpool. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah, it's they've been they were great to work with when we got that in. We've been running on that system for about three and a half years now. Um, you know, when we started out, it was on a it was on a little brew magic glorified homebrew wow. system i was brewed like four times a day oh, <laughs> on that wow. thing, just trying to get beer out you know and uh so when we finally got that in after running on the brew magic for a year and a half plus uh it was like oh thank god
0: finally. <laughs> <laughs> almost makes it seem like it's a little more relaxing somewhat it's it, just
1: <sighs> i don't know that i would necessarily use that word but <laughs> it's uh it's definitely you know it gives you time to do things other than just constantly turning batches over you know you can focus a little more on some of your seller side and packaging and really refining those processes so yeah so
0: with with hopnesia was this uh, you you've mentioned that it's one of the couple that you put in cans when was the first time you actually brewed this
1: um Boy, probably at this point, yeah, almost four years ago. So
0: this is kind of one of the almost yeah. the original.
1: Yeah, I mean we we did a few different IPA recipes when we first started, just because we had the flexibility to do that. But when it really came time, like all right, we need a our flagship kind of IPA. That's where this kind of like I said, you know, first you know little while it was uh, you know a little too malty. Um like I said since then I've really just simplified that. That malt bill so yeah. that it's just really just the malt doesn't get in the way anymore. Yeah. Uh, and you drink it, and you go, oh, that's a that's a nice expression of hops. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Or just go and brew a red IPA. <laughs> yeah, well, I've done that too, and uh, I I love red IPAs as well. Uh, but uh, I love f- malt. Yeah, I do too. And that's, when it's we close have to uh, we have an American strong ale on now that I just brewed uh, about a month and a half ago or so called uh, Hop Maller, and it is. I mean, just that big kind of Arrogant Bastard-esque type of beer where, you know, you get that big hot, you know, big malt profile balanced by, like, super piney, resiny, bitter hops. I mean, it's—and I I love—that's—those are the beers that are, like, near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Those were, like, the first types of beers I had. Oh, okay. I craft beer, it was, like, the Stone beers and the Sierra Nevadas and that kind of stuff, and that's really what I enjoy. Uh, Um, Yeah so the uh yeah
0: stones stone in sierra nevada i love because it's the same thing with like great lakes and i know if i buy a six pack now and i buy a six pack three years from now
1: yeah it's gonna be the same it's gonna be right consistent like hack, sierra nevada pale ale still is pretty constantly in my refrigerator yeah i mean i love that beer it's just it's one of those beers that you, is always delicious it's always exactly what you want when you want to have it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. And it never, it's never disappointing. Like you never crack a seared about a payload and go, oh, that's right. That's not what I wanted right now. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what you want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's something to be
0: said about the fact that it's there. The, that's why they've been in business for 40
1: years. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's not by accident.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Consistency is key, yeah. in, especially in this, in this industry. Um, as far as, uh, taking it and eating with it, what you thinking?
1: Um, pairs well with, you know, with spicy foods, uh, Mexican cuisine, Indian cuisine, uh, any of that kind of stuff where you, you need like that aggressive hoppiness to kind of stand up to more bold flavors. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'd be. Having, yeah.
0: Yeah. This would, it, so. this would be good with, uh, yeah, some, some good, some good spicy wings or, oh, oh yeah. that, and now i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a kitchen here so. oh perfect <laughs> yeah. uh no um the, the i i i love ipas i love i love good classic west coast ipa myself I, I lived out in california for a while so this is just kind of a reminder of of my time out there yeah yeah for uh, sure. it's it's always that was always nice because you'd go into certain like craft beer bars and if they were night they were legit you'd see like Pliny on a lot yes, of times, yes, so you like, oh, <laughs> I want to go that's, in. Uh,
1: that's every year that I go for GABF in Denver, it's like, you know, I'm looking forward <laughs> to going to Falling Rock and having a Pliny and having, like, Pivo Pills, and oh, those are- yeah. are... Those are like the beers that I'm like get super jazzed about when yeah. I go out to Denver. <laughs> there <laughs> like, you go. There's a lot of great breweries in Denver too, and they all have, you know, some really nice stuff. But it's like I get really excited about going to Folly Rock and having like Pivo and Pliny and that. Yeah. yeah so. Dude, there's, uh,
0: it was, that was always nice to just, I, I lived in uh, downtown Hollywood for a while, and there was a, a place I could walk to yeah and it had like 50 different taps on it and usually you'd go in there's ridiculous like one-off stone releases and like it was just a legit tap list and man there's there's this just
1: reminds me of going into places like that man and that's my brother uh he was a retired marine uh was stationed out uh out of camp uh uh, what am i forgetting here anyways he was in san diego Mm -hmm. um but he uh, lived in Escondido, literally, like, a mile away from Stone Brewery. Oh, wow. And I went out to visit him, and I think it was, like, 2009 or 2010. And uh, I was like, hey, man, we got to go to Stone. He was like, where's that at? And I'm like, <laughs> it's literally <laughs> it's like, in walking distance. <laughs> like, we could walk there from yeah. your condo, man. Like And stumble back. Yeah, so I went there several times while I was uh, there. I filled up my growler with some, you know... Barley wine and double yeah. bastard and <laughs> see it's funny because like
0: you know we say like a mile here you think walking a mile here you're like oh, I don't know about that but a mile the, there yeah, you're like I can do that easy yeah it's like nothing. I would do that all the time right yeah like so. it's it's this it's sort of a deceiving uh it's sort of deceiving because I'd easily walk you know there was a record store that was probably two miles from my apartment but i'd I'd walk there easier than getting in my car driving finding parking
1: right and everything out there i mean it all just kind of flows into each other so it's like just because it's such an urban sprawl it doesn't feel like you know you're talking about you know we'd be going from like escondido through like san marcos or whatever yeah. it's just, it all feels the same right <laughs> just, it's just like has, have we changed <laughs> yeah. municipalities well, because it looks the same as the <laughs> yeah. one we were just there's in.
0: there's no dividing no. line yeah. between it whatsoever um anything else that uh, i might have forgotten to cover as far as the hopnesia is confer have, have i gotten hopnesia on uh I think, I think
1: no i think we're good uh like i said we have it on draft here and out to accounts all the time it's our you know flagship ipa uh we have it in cans as well so you know you see that some grocery stores uh around the area and some drive-thrus and stuff too so
0: nice jake thank you so much for your time tune Absolutely. in next week for another all new episode here at mays valley